Well, good morning, guys, and welcome to uh, a new day, a new week, and a new book of the Bible. We're going to be in the book of Philippians. I will spare you the Star Wars references on May the 4th, but I'm not promising you anything on Cinco de Mayo. So, um, yeah, here we are. This is a wonderful book, and I'm excited to dive into it. So we're going to tackle just you know, the first six verses today of chapter one. And if you're just jumping on with us today, um, my style of walking through this is not really line by line Bible study. You know, I'm not really digging into every Greek word and, you know, giving a frame of reference for everything, just really stopping here or there and noticing some things along the trail and really more than anything else, asking the Holy Spirit to just open up you know, one one word, just something that really would touch my heart. And my hope is, is that as the Spirit speaks, the Spirit of God speaks to my spirit, that then I could offer something that would speak to your spirit and that the Lord might connect with you just one more way in which the Lord would, would speak into your life um, this morning. So um, the first is six verses of Philippians 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God every time I remember you and all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. So again, this is just an extraordinary um, letter. It's very different from the book of Galatians. Uh, Galatians is having to lay out a lot of precise theology because of error, as you remember. And um, here, though, Paul is really writing a letter that is to good friends, people that he loves, and it it's it. People refer to this, uh, some commentators, as Paul's great singing letter because it's just full of joy. He continually refers to, to joy and, and the joy that is brought to him as he remembers um, their partnership with him in, in bringing the gospel forth both in Philippi and as he continued in his, in his missionary journeys. He's writing now from most likely uh, Rome and his Roman house arrest that he describes at the end of the book of Acts, and he's waiting to appear before Caesar. So it's probably near the end of Paul's life, and I think this, you know, as he says, it just brings him extreme joy to be able. To, he, he, I mean, just think of this as he as he remembers them in, in prayer. He it brings him joy. I mean, do you have anybody like this in your life that? Uh, just it's a privilege to pray for them. Even just the thought of them, you know, brings you joy as you remember them before the Lord. I like how Paul uh, writes this letter to three different groups of people. We would just say it's the church, but he he specifies the saints in Christ Jesus together with the overseers and deacons. And I don't know, in my mind, it, it, it almost feels like he's saying, you know, deacons are one who serve, overseers the one who lead, and then, but he references the, just the common everyday people, people who aren't servants and, pe- you know, people who aren't deacons or elders, he just refers to them as saints. I think that's beautiful. And uh, he opens this letter with those two words that I like to close letters with, grace and peace. They're just an extraordinary greeting or, you know, salutation just to offer the grace and peace of God, you know, to somebody. And, uh, 
So this is a great, great opening, but the real jewel here that I wanted to to try to mine and take with us today is that very last verse, verse six, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And so I love the idea that Paul is getting at here that our our hope, our ultimate hope is in the return of the Lord and that God is going to uh, take you forward to that day or to the end of your life. Uh, he's going to, the, the good work that began as you bent your knee to Jesus, he's going to bring it to completion, uh, either at the end of your life or, as I said, when, when Jesus comes back for for us. And the the, the idea here, the, the real beauty of this, I think, is that this is a call for us to rest not again in anything that we can do, but to rest in the sovereignty of God, that the, the, the amazing work that he started in you when you submitted your life to him, he's going to finish it. He, he, I mean, just hear that again. What God started in you, he is going to finish. And um, kind of reminds me of the message I just preached, you know, about being fruitful wherever you are. I mean, life might not be happening the way that you expected. It's certainly not happening the way that I expected 2020. Uh, it's far, far from it. And my circumstances are not what I envisioned. Um, you know, I mean, I love my life. I love my family. I love where my life is going. But my life right now, it's not bad. It's just not what I pictured it being, you know, at this point. But I believe that as I am following him in the work that he started in me, that I can trust him in the process of bringing that work to completion. He's in, in beloved, he's working in you, even when you don't see him, even when you don't feel him, um, even when you can't sense his presence, he will complete whatever he's begun in you. And he's going to equip you with everything you need to, to, to see the task through. And your job, my job is to abide in him, to remain connected to him, to sit at his feet, to, abide in the in the in the vine and to just let him handle the results it's not for us to worry and this very same god who has created the world and you know he's the one who created the sunrise at the beach if you haven't been to the beach to see a sunrise in a while go in fact i'm thinking about during this coronavirus pandemic before it's completely over going to the beach in the Atlantic Ocean here in Jacksonville and watching the sunrise and then driving across the state and watching the sunset on the Gulf of Mexico just Pastor Kevin Breeding gave me that idea and I want to make that happen because I, I but the point is the very same hands that make that sunrise on one coast and make it set on the other coast are the same hands that are at work in your life in mine and um, so if the work I'm using air quotes here. The work of your life isn't turning out exactly as you thought it would. Don't, don't disappear. Don't go into hiding. Um, it may not be exactly as you expected at this point, but God's not done yet. He's going to finish the work. He's going to bring you to completion. And that's exciting. And so that is grace and peace. So um, happy Monday. Uh, it's good to be with you. It's, I'm enjoying doing this and I'm, I'm very excited about the book of Philippians. So I, I hope you are too. Father, I thank you in Jesus name for the good work that you've begun in us. And I thank you that you will carry it to completion. I pray that you would pour your grace and peace out on all of my brothers and sisters in Jesus name. Amen. And Maranatha.